The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we repping for the New York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Ooh. swishing through the net, yeah. players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, Come on. hit them with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, right. about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. The Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody, of the Orange and Blue Nation, the Knickerbocker Nation. This is the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. I'm your boy, the infamous one himself, joined, as always, by my big brother, my, my partner in crime, Steve. Steve Azul, how you doing, my brother? Welcome to the preseason. Welcome to the preseason. Goddamn time flies. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, man, I waited a week to talk hoops with you guys. I know we could have, we could have did one technically last week, but we, you know, trying to stick consistently to the all season schedule every other week, and it's, it's been best for this platform across all the shows. But man, all the moves over the last week, man, I, I really want to get your thoughts. And I gotta say this, Av, and we're gonna get um, Dom on and Mr. Live on. You were right, bro. I got to admit, there's not too many times I'm off or wrong on this show or just the Bleed Blue show in general, but I thought about it since, like, this past week and a half. You were right, man. I got to apologize to you. We'll talk about it, about the moves. We probably – I am not. I don't try to get into the rumors because it's, it's like if I'm thinking out along those lines, it's got to be accurate and it's got to happen. I don't want to just make up fucking deals in thin air. Right now, we're playing catch-up. At one point, I said that maybe up to two to four weeks ago, I said the Knicks probably had a strong chance at a NBA Finals. I, I don't know. We're not there right now, man, after what I saw last week. We'll talk about it. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and for those who, you know, who've, who've been missing what's been going on in the NBA world, let me fill you in. Obviously, the big news of last week, uh, the Portland Trail Blazers did trade Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks for Drew Holiday a couple of other um, uh, complimentary players and a crap load of draft picks. Um, and, and then on top of that, Drew Holiday was then traded from the, uh, from the Portland Trail Blazers over to the Boston Celtics for, um, for Brogdon, um, I think Reggie Williams, and then maybe another, uh, some draft competition going on for, for that. So um, when, you looked at, when you looked at the Eastern Conference three, four weeks ago, you had Milwaukee, you had Boston still, and the Knicks were clearly number three because of the drama going on in Philadelphia. Now you look at number at Boston and Milwaukee at number one and number two, and they're far ahead of whoever's in number three. 
or, 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 or so on and so forth. And, um, yeah, I really wish that the Knicks had, you know, had either been somewhat involved in those trades or, or, or been making some trades of their own. But we'll talk about that. Let's bring on Dom. Let's bring on Mr. Live. Guys, how you doing? Welcome to the forum. Uh, it's, been, it's been too long since we, since we have a chat. Good evening, Tom, Let's roll. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We got you loud and clear. And Mr. Live, are you there, brother? How you doing? Yes, sir. Love, love y'all cats. We're going to call this one today. Everybody here old enough to remember Woody Woodpecker when the detective was like, don't you, or was it uh, Tom and Jerry? Don't you believe it. Watch it. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I, think, I, I think, wasn't that Yogi Bear, really? I, I, I don't know. Now I'm really dating, now I'm really dating myself here. Um, it was either Tom and Jerry or, 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 or um, it, was one, it was Tom and Jerry or, or, or Woody Woodpecker. But it was, it was, it was, it was uh, I think, I, I, Tom, I think it was Tom, Tom the Cat said, don't you believe it. And I'm going to connect it all. Let's go, man. This is, is going to be a great season. Let's go. Right, right. We, so got, Dom, uh, we, we got one more. We got Lou with us. Bring on Lou and say hello. Lou, then, welcome then, uh, back, brother. How you doing? Well, welcome you to the forum. Tom and Jerry. Yeah, for the record, it was Tom and Jerry. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. See? You there you go. There you go. Yeah. How you doing, Lou? How you been, bro? All right. Yeah, big week in the, in the trade circuit. I mean, Damian Lizard uh, <laughs> leaving Portland. Okay. Well, we know that was coming. Well, I'm, so obviously, uh, I'm, you know, he did, he did, he did um, request a trade back what in June, and um, you know, yeah. it just now happened. Yeah. You know, we're in, we're now in October as as of the time of this recording. But um, Don, let's start off with you. But, your home, reaction before, to the, what's up? Before, before we go to Don, can, let me get thirty seconds because I got to reiterate why we do what we do for the last nine years. Uh, and, and, and I, I know I sound like a, a, a pest about it. This is why you cannot buy into rumors. This is why you have to mm. stick with the facts. This is the reason why we stick with what actually happened because nobody saw the move from, you know, Damian Lillard going to, uh, to Milwaukee. Nobody. You know, everybody was buying – and being suckered into these Miami Heat rumors. You can't th- – that's the reason why. Right. I, I really want to know, especially from Dom and Live and Lou, from a Knicks perspective, how they feel from the Knicks roster. Because I know we're going to have a whole 45 minutes on the back end to talk rest of the NBA, and I know we can get to the meat of that. But from a Knicks perspective, and I know Live, he saw – you know, I had a Red Fox heart attack when I saw Antetokounmpo with Olajuwon. And I'm like, where's the <laughs> pictures? And I'm like – yeah. I'm just, I'm just like blown away. But go ahead. I just want to leave it at that and let Don get his thoughts and then live and then uh, Lou and then you, of course, have. Go ahead. Well, uh, well, just a just a, just a side note. Uh, as part of that, um, the, um, that first trade, Milwaukee, Portland, and Phoenix got involved. DeAndre Ayton ended up in in Portland, and you, yeah. you know, it, it, it definitely seems like you know that the, the balance of power has been shifted around. Obviously, with you know Drew staying east, but now in the um, in the green and white, while Lillard is now rocking that. <clears throat> I don't even know what you want to call those colors. Uh, I, I don't know if it was more green and white and whatever the heck yeah. it is. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, Dom, yeah. your initial reaction, sir, 
to the Portland Phoenix Milwaukee trade, Damian Lillard, now a Milwaukee Buck. First, let's start off with what Steve and I say all the time. You hear yeah. about the Woge bombs and they turn into Woge does. 90% of the movement we've seen in the NBA over the last umpteen trade deadlines, umpteen summits, all went under the radar. That being right. said, Milwaukee improved offensively, lost defensively. Right. So yep. I'm not gonna yep. say I'm not right. gonna say it's a wash because Lillard is that much more of an offensive player than Holiday was, but Holiday was oh, that absolutely. much more of a defensive player than Lillard will ever be. Let's not forget. Drew Holiday is not one of the best guards in the NBA defensively. He's one of the best defensive players in the NBA. So I think personally, of course, I think Boston they won the trade because they they got to keep Brown at an enormous cost. But to me, they got the better end of all of these players being moved. You knew Lillard was going. You didn't know who Holiday was going. And for him not to be going nowhere and ending up on the Celtics, that's a win-win situation. How does it affect the Knicks? I don't know. We'll, we'll, you you still got to toss the ball up, guys. I don't care who's on what team. What team got what player? You still got to put the ball up in the air and get on the court. I still believe, and not because I'm a Knicks fan. I'm just going pound for pound, player for player, coach for coach, whatever it could be. The Knicks are a strong third seed. Just just that being said, guys, we're doing leaps and bounds from where we were four years ago. So if you don't appreciate what we're doing, we, we can't concentrate on what other teams are doing. I think Phoenix, actually, guys, came out pretty good, and even Portland came out pretty good. They got eight and a couple of picks, a couple of players. So for for a guy that we knew was going somewhere, I'm not going to get into all of the, you know, the Pat Riley putting the rings on the table, ain't moving nobody no more, because that's a good thing. That's a good thing for the NBA, that the power can be shifted at the at the spur of the moment. So I, I'm, I'm rolling with the Knicks. Knicks will be a third seed, and – don't forget, guys, I think the Knicks were pretty successful against both these teams last year. So, yes, they added a piece here. They added a piece there. But, again, me personally, guys, and I'll stop here, I'd rather have Drew Holiday than Damian Lillard. The problem mm-hmm. with Milwaukee is Middleton. The problem wasn't Drew Holiday or acquiring a Damian Lillard. Their problem is Middleton, which Middleton is going to show up. If he don't show up, guys, you got Damian Lillard doing what he did in Portland, and Giannis still can't hit a field goal from 20 feet out and shoot 67% from the foul line. So you have the same thing you had, but now you got Damian Lillard shooting 40-footers. Middleton is the key. Without him, they're – they're top one or two, but they won't go far, guys. We've seen this movie last year. And, again, I'm rolling with the Knicks because I'm a Knicks fan. And I don't see where all those baby moves they made. We made some good moves, guys, to improve our lineup. Let's not get it twisted. We may not look like the big kids on the block because we made the moves, again, that went under the radar. But they fit what we're doing. Milwaukee added a scorer. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it 100, kids. They added a scorer. That's Lillard. He's a scorer. But did you answer the Giannis questions? 
Did you answer the Middleton questions? Mm-hmm. But I'll digress. I will digress. I, we'll be we'll be fine, gentlemen. I, I I would like to say this, Dom. Before and I could go right back to you, I would say temporarily, offensively, the answer is yes. Um, because you said it perfectly, Dom. And this is what makes it easy, it makes it fun to watch on the court. I'll pass it right back to you, bro. Because in this sense, Ante the Cupo in the fourth quarter could be a Robin. And Middleton could be Alfred by adding him, Lillard, offensively. Because Lillard is Batman, a fourth-quarter Batman. And I think on that offensive side of the rock, as long as all those three of those are healthy, th- that's an upside, but they do lose a lot defensively. <laughs> they, they, so it's a great, it's a way, great way to way you worded it, Dom, because that's exactly how I feel. I'll pass it back to you. What do you let, me, let me just say this. Let me just say this, Steve. Damian Lillard was doing that in the Western Conference on a team 75% of the time was going nowhere. Right, exactly. We don't know what he's going to do in these situations with these players. Remember, it was give the ball, especially when they got rid of McCall. It was give Damian, give Damian the ball, let him shoot from the logo, and let's just see what traffic we get. Now he's being thrust into a different light with a different group. And we don't know. Again, guys, I'm not knocking Damian Lillard. I'm just looking at the pieces around him now. Giannis is the only guy in NBA history that probably free throw percentage and field goal percentage went down as he won the MVP. I don't know how people overlook that. So until he really takes his game to another level where he can shoot, because sooner or later, guys, people are going to go back to the wall. They're going to start forming the wall. We'll let Lillard hit them shots. We're going to form this wall against Giannis. And go ahead, Damon, score score 50 points from 40 feet out. He could, though. What's going to happen, guys? He can do that, but He can do that. That's the crazy thing. He'll he'll do like he did on Portland. And where did Portland go, Steve? If you stop Portland it, had, like they did, Portland they had him build that Giannis, wall. That's, that's, that's the whole – but you already know, Don. They Hold on, guys. I got a question for both of you. I got a question okay, for both of you real quick. Uh-huh. So, so uh, what, for, point number one, I been, I've been on record saying that Lillard wasn't going to end up in Miami, and I was correct. Number two, now that Lillard is in Milwaukee, and, 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 like, and like you guys were saying, he's now in a different, different environment on a different team and a, in, in, in a different situation than he was in Portland. How will that work? I mean, because cause obviously you know, it's, it's, this is still Giannis's team. But how will it work offensively? Because it's still one ball and five guys have to share it. We we know what Lillard can do offensively. You know, like like you said, he can shoot it from the logo and he can shoot it from all kinds of all kinds of areas. And then you have Giannis. How is the addition of Damian Lillard going to help affect this team? You know, progressively and the players around them. Because because I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Milwaukee's still a very old team. They're still one of the oldest teams in the NBA. The quick answer, I don't think that wall shit is going to be as effective because like Dom said and we've been saying, Lillard has Steph Curry range. You, try, you could try that man if you want. Fourth quarter, the ball is going to be in Lillard's hand. That, that answer, Giannis getting the ball, and he had the Frank Nilekina deer in the headlight shit like he did against Miami. That's just because <laughs> keep it to Lillard, it's a Reynolds. But Lillard is from Damn. Oakland, man. He has no – he has – Ice cold veins in his screens, man. He, listen, I, offensively, that's not the problem. I worry about them defensively. They lost a lot with Drew, and Drew is the reason why they got a chip. 
I mean, I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm exactly. Down I, on that. And, and, and I'm, you're right, Steve. I'm going to say the same thing. I will leave it at that because, remember, everybody that drew Holiday was responsible to God throughout that whole playoff series, right. lockdown. And let's not Facts. forget the big shot he hit to propel them. What's the name? Had 51 points. But Drew Holiday won the game. He won countless games during that playoff series. Because what did they do? We're going to let Giannis, like you said, Steve, deer in the headlights, run to the hoop. And yeah, he had, he had, he had, those had a little teams team, that said, he had a moment. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Deer in the headlights, no teams. fun. Then you had those teams that said, we're going to block his path, and now he's got to give it to Middleton. Since that playoff series, guys, has been invisible. So, again, this is my big key, and I will pass the mic to my boy Lott. To me, Middleton is the key because Lott, Av is right. They've gotten older, though Holiday and Lillard are the same exact age, 33. They've gotten older, worse defensively, and let's, let's throw the ball in the air, guys, because we didn't get old. The Knicks are still one of your youngest teams in the league. And I'll leave you with this with all the crybabies out there. The Knicks are one of three teams that have three starters in their lineup that we drafted. So when you hear play the kids, we are playing the kids. Three of them are starting. And the fourth one was the runner-up for the defensive uh, sixth man of the year. We didn't get older, guys. (laughs) We're still the new kids on the block with energy. So mm, we will see. We will see. I'm sorry, Lyle. Okay. All right, Mr. Lyle, your thoughts on that, please. Yeah, nah, hey, clap it up for fucking Dom, right? For for taking my thunder once again, yeah, right. Dom, this is a reoccurring thing on the corner show. Okay, Dom, Dom just eloquently posed why my title was "Don't you believe it?" You understand what I'm saying? Listen, listen, listen to this. Is 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 right? The the one and two teams hypothetically, Airmark got better, right? Weren't they the one and two teams of fall of this? At least in the they East, were. right? You they were. Okay, cool. So now, 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 again, here we go. Let's take Boston. Boston, right? How much better, right? And let's be totally honest because I love Marcus Smart. Love Marcus Smart. How much better is, is Drew, you know what I'm saying, Holiday than Marcus Smart? Um, slightly taller. It's not a whole like two and a half players, is it? It's not. It's not like 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 Marcus Smart doesn't bring those same intangibles to to whatever Boston game he he was in, and he was the heart and soul of that team. So now you get rid of uh, they, the, the, the 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 center, right? And they're only center because the other center is six five, six six. At Williams, cat, and I think he's gone now. You know what I'm saying? Because he they, mm-hmm. they, they got rid of him before that. Exactly. Right now he's gone. So you get rid of both your centers and Brogdon, who who who, who was your sixth man, and 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 again I'm not taking the I wish Johnson Drew Holiday is my guy. All right, but better, right? Are they better? No, they're not better. They're absolutely not better. Okay. With fuzzy hairline, you know what I'm saying, right now starting starting at the point, you understand, well, well, rather coming off the bench at your point, he is your bench. He is your bench. You understand what I'm saying? So, poof, get them out of here. You understand what I'm saying? Milwaukee, Milwaukee is an injury away from 
seventh seed. Okay, because again, everything that you say about about about, about uh, Lillard is correct. Um, speed, everything. Elite player, ice cold water in his veins. You know what I'm saying? It will kill everybody out here. And the Milwaukee Bucks will have a better regular season because they won't won't the, the teams won't be able to load up on Giannis no more. Right? You know what I'm saying? They they won't be able to do it because Lillard will be there. Right? But by the time the playoffs come and 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 and, and, and Middleton is not there because he's never there, right? He's never there. Okay, what what playoff y'all remember seeing him kill cats? None. He's never there. So now you're talking you you're talking about you're talking about Milwaukee, you're talking about Giannis and and Lillard hopefully being there. Why? Because Giannis wasn't there last year. Okay? So now he's running into Father Tom. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, he he's not that durable no more. Right? And he's not taking on them hits no more. And and, and and truthfully, again, is, is you know, after they start in five, who are they? Right? Because really, you got to say after they start in two, because, again, you know what I'm saying, they went and gave, they went and gave, gave Milton this whole bunch of money, and it's not. And he's never there. It's unreliable money. So so now you're talking about the, the Knicks again. Dom, here we go. Thunder, thunder taker, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Knicks just got younger. The, the Knicks just got, like, across the board. Everybody is in their leap year. You know what I'm saying? Grimes is in, is in his leap year. Grimes is going to kill Cat. You know what I'm saying? RJ well, just came off, off, RJ and Brunson just came off of, off of FIBA Cup. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 well, uh, well, entries. You know Right, can I ask you this? Because so, let me ask you this. I, I, you're, you're flowing right now, so I, I get you. But how much stock are you putting into RJ? And, and, and you and Ab, and I think Dom watched that uh, FIBA. I didn't. I, I don't believe this RJ is taking his leaps and bounds. Like, I mean, if, if are we talk? What, what are we talking as far as ceiling with RJ? Because that's a that that makes the Knicks into another category. If if you guys are saying RJ is taking his leaps and bounds, is he or I, not? I, I'll, I'll give you this, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I see right where, where, where what you're talking about. And watch this. I agree with you. I don't think he's going to shoot no better. He was 32 last year. He might be 34, 36 this year from behind the three. I don't see – he didn't do anything that they showed me. You know what I'm saying? He showed me that he could, it, 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 there's going to be a bump in the consistency. We're going to see more of the RGA we want to see more often. But it's not going to – he's still – pressure going to still – Bust his pipes. You know what I'm saying? My point is, is that we are too deep. We are the deepest team in, in, in if not the, definitely on the East Eastern Conference, and and probably in the NBA. Deeper, deeper with players who played each other at least three years. You know what I'm saying? Deeper in the sense that, you know what I'm saying? Most of them is three, three spots interchangeable. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's we can, look, we can play three. We can play three centers off top. We can play. Uh, twin towers off top. We can play small ball all day. Okay, the only problem is that we got that three spot. That three spot is is, is, is elusive. Who has and a, we, who has, who has a better eight nine man day, rotation? Five. Right? Who has a better eight nine man rotation? The Bucks or the Knicks? I, I mean, I'm looking uh, at the Bucks. 
get to the finals. It, it does work. It does worry me a little bit. You know, and the Knicks, you know, they need to get they need their offense more uh, ready if they're going to have a chance to compete in the league this year. They did. They did well uh, last season, I, and I think it took a lot of the fans by surprise. But you know, they need to keep on their offense. Uh, they're going to be able to compete this year because the East looks a lot tougher this uh, this year. So we really got to watch it. And a better five, a better eight nine, yeah, the Yucks. I mean, the Bucks have it. All right. Um, well, let's let's get into the the Knicks themselves. Well, as most of you know. Um, Media Day was the other day, um, and, and we did get to hear from Julius Randle um, um, and from R.J. Barrett and the rest of the Knicks. And um, it was kind of interesting that I wanted to, I wanted to lead off with is um, Tom Thibodeau's um, comments uh, um, to the reason he he did bench Evan Fournier. I don't know if any one of you, one of you caught that. Dave, did you? Oh, yeah. Tom? No. What did he say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Essentially. He he ran down the numbers as to um, of, of you know of, of who the Knicks were when they did bench Fournier, and, and, and he kind of mentions like, well, we were 32 and 24, we're a plus five net rating as opposed to be you know whatever the record was, I can't, I can't remember off top, but they were a, ne- a negative six on the net rating in terms of you know when Fournier is on the floor, so he kind of made sense to that, and I don't know. There seemed to be kind of like a little bit of a dig at Fournier, you know, for all the comments that he had, yeah. you know, he had been expressing all throughout the offseason. But really quick, Steve, how fast do you want to get rid of Fournier, and or, or, or does it even matter? <laughs> the word the word fast. I don't know. Listen, I don't think the Knicks. I don't think the Knicks need to make a move just to make a move. You hear me say that many a times. They have to. He's a parlay piece to get something back for him to try to go to the Fine. to the next level. So the answer to how fast do I? I don't want to get rid of him fast. I want to make a move for him at the right time. That's why you take his contract. Portland's got pieces over there. What do they want for Brogdon? How you put a package together? I'm just throwing that out there hypothetically. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you kind of have to right. wait a while and see how other teams add pieces, get rid of pieces. So to answer your question, so I pass the mic back to you, Av. I don't how fast I'm not I'm not in a rush. He's under contract, and then you you play the wait and see game. You see where it's an opening where you find someone on your roster to improve and get and get an exchange room. So that's the answer. And whatever if Thibodeau said that, then that makes sense. I mean, of course it makes sense. I mean, we watch the games. Uh, Grimes is the better two way player. So I mean, I mean. The two-way play because every Fournier doesn't play defense. You know what I'm saying? He was just pretty much a, a shooter at this point of his career. So, no, at all. <laughs> uh, uh, and that makes all the sense in the world to me. Uh, Dom, any comments to, to to Coach Tibbs's comments? No, not really. But Evan Fournier scored two points in FIBA. You ain't got no room to talk no more. Shut up. Just, just, right. just shut up and and, and move on. <laughs> How, how how fast, how unfast we get rid of him, I don't care. But you can't talk no more. You talked all this time that you scored two points in FIBA. Let it go. Move on. But to Live's point and Steve's point, R.J. Barrett has got to improve, period. No more up, down, up, down, all around. But Dom, you can't say he's 19. Yes, Steve. Dom, do you think he improved? But do you think he improved? 
this is the thing I say every year, guys. If you look at his numbers, if you look at his numbers, guys, all around, field goal, three-point, field free throw, up, down, up, down, up, down. That's, that's his right. career. We, we need right. him to go up and stay there. And we don't need him to just show up and fucking, excuse me, we don't need him to show up in just April. The, the season starts when the season starts. Period. End the conversation. We we got to get off of this. These these zombies, these RJ zombies, like the Nilakina zombies. Oh well, he had a great what? He had a great month. We we don't play one month, people. He's the key because I told y'all this before, and I heard live say it. Quentin Grimes is going to show his ass this year. Trust yeah. me, he's going to become the guy they look at and say, "Wow, this guy's a hell of a two way player." Mark my words, yep. this guy is going to make bigger leaps and bounds than R.J. Barrett has made so far in his career. That shit will be yeah. embarrassing, fellas. Right. Right. Well, well, can, can I ask you this? We go to live. How, okay, in Quentin Grimes' case, how does he make leaps and bounds? Because when I look at Quentin Grimes' game, he doesn't give me vibes that he's going to put it on the ball uh, on the floor and create his own shot. He's a sp- kind of, you know, come off the screens and he'll drive here and there, but he's not a guy that creates for himself. So how does he, how does Quentin Grimes take le- leaps and bounds in his game? If you could educate me in the, in the next audience. Because that's what he's going to do this year, Steve. The jitters should be gone. This is what we waited for with RJ. If you want to say the jitters, his age, you know, we, we've been saying he's 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Quentin Grimes hasn't had all that time, guys, but now he's put in that lineup. And trust me, he's got more to his all-around yeah. game than R.J. Barrett. I hate to say that, guys, because he was the number three pick, though I don't get glued wow. on what number a guy was picked in and all that nonsense. Wow. Quentin Grimes is that guy, fellas. There's some players yeah. you can look at and say, Damn, Steve got that. He 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 just has it. You know, he has it. He's gonna he's gonna fool a lot of people, guys. That that pure shooting from the outside and not going to the basket. I just got a funny feeling, fellas, that he's put one and one together faster than people thought he would. We know he got some hops. We know he's not afraid to go to the basket. His biggest problem is the Knicks are his biggest yeah. problem. They got to start giving him the ball in better situations and not just, okay, Grimes, go in the corner. What did we say, Steve? If, he's, if somebody's in his face, he's Jerry West. If somebody's not in his face, he's Frank Milikina. So he, I, think all of, I think these jitters guys are going to be – he's going to show us, fellas. That's all I can say and hope for, that his progression is going to really be on display this year. And we know he can play defense, guys. Let's not get it twisted. We know he's but, a hell of a defensive player. But if, if he progresses, then it has to be Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle regresses to some degree, right? Because there's only one basketball, and we know the right. majority of the offense goes through Brunson and Randle. So which one right. of those two are going to get less Let's say opportunities, so Grimes can progress. Like if you, right. if you I don't think it's, that I don't think it's right. I don't think it's regression with those two, Steve, because they'll still right. get you twenty something points. We right. just need Grimes right. to get us seventeen points, because okay. that's right. really all we ask for 
with R.J. Barrett. We didn't ask R.J. Barrett to average 30 points. Yo, Steve, right. you're the number three pick. We expect you to do. We never did that with R.J. We kept playing the age game, 19, 20, 21, 22. We don't hear that shit right. with Grimes, do we? We just hear Grimes is a pretty good ball player. Maybe he'll get it together. No, he's going to get it together. He's going to get it together faster than what some people were thinking. He's had the time now, guys. He's had the time. He's been thrust into the starting lineup. He's, I'm telling you guys, if this dude averages 17 points, all them moves them, them dudes made in the East, mm, all right, that means we made a move. If Grimes averages 17 points, that means we'll have made the biggest move in the Eastern Conference without making a damn move. Figure that out. Just figure that out. The, the only thing I'm trying to figure out, and then if you get live or as or uh, lose thought, because if he if he no, progresses, I'm, I'm just trying to see, like if he was like I needed like a skill set from Grimes that's going to really get him to that average or same. I'll give you a perfect example. I know it's kind of more of a astronomical, like Steph Curry when he came out of Davidson. When when Steph Curry came out of Davidson, he was just a straight up shooter. That's all he did. But once he got into the league, he added handles to his game that took him to another level. I'm just saying, what in Grimes' specific games is going to get him to another level? That, I, outside of what he currently does. Or he's just going to be more efficient is what you're saying. Grimes is basically going to be <clears throat> excuse me, more aggressive. Okay, because okay, aggressive. he's not going to what, – what, what will get him over is if, if – is if, Thibodeau called the same plays he would have called for Fournier. RJ, those screens, okay, those, 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 yeah, yo, those, those pick and roll, and, and even, and even Grimes said himself what he was working on was more ball movement, more screening, more one-on-one play. Everything you had just said, dog, you know what I'm saying? Grimes, it came out of his mouth this year, as far as, as far as okay. what he's working on, he's saying to become that best. And like I said, if we remember the beginning of the year before. Uh, uh, Brunson really just said, Pew, you know what I'm saying? We was looking at Grimes like, yo, this this guy got a, like, you know, like he's been in the gym. We, we doing, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else just had such a great year, and, and Grimes' thing kind of regressed through 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 the improvements of of, of, of uh, Brunson and, 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 and uh, Randall and stuff like that. And then you got to get um, – uh, uh, RJ in where, where you're supposed to, but again, hit, where 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 his improvement is going to come is at the expense of RJ, all right? Because I, I believe, you know what I'm saying, Thibodeau said it in his press conference when he talked about Fournier. Hey, look, I don't care if you're making 20 mil a year, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't making, we ain't making it happen. I'm gonna bench you. So Jr. If he, if Jr. is not Air Canada when he come back, right? And, and Grimes is is, is is catching the ball and being aggressive to the basket and, 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 and coming through and initiating pick and roll himself, right? If, if he's doing all of that. And I say if he gave you if he gave us fourteen points, that's that that that's that that's that's we, 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 we third seed. Fourteen points from Grimes, you know what I'm saying, with me, everybody is doing their thing and stuff. Because ain't nobody gonna call fourteen points worth of worth Thibodeau is not calling 14 points worth of calls for Grimes unless he is water this year. And I believe he's going to do it. I, that's my guy. I, I believe he's going to do it. And that's why I think, again, looking at everything, if you're looking at, at at the whole depth of, of, of what we're doing, man, hey, son, we got 
We got we got we got the the room to put pull a sandman on anybody who ain't who ain't making it happen. If you're not playing and producing for this team, you're getting benched. You're not getting you're not getting the you're not getting that. Now we don't care how much you make. <clears throat> because you know what I'm saying, this is even a deeper conversation. You know what I'm saying about about you know, and I know Steve, you was gonna go there. It's like we should have pulled the trigger on what? The only spot that we are are, are weaker than everybody else in is, is the three spot. We only need a, 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 a small forward, an athletic three and D small forward, the typical three and D um, small forward, six eight, shoot about thirty six, thirty eight percent. You know what I'm saying from from the three. Get us some rebounds, you know what I'm saying? Play some, play some magnificent beat. That's that guy. We need that guy. If we had that guy, you know what I'm saying, averaging 15 points a game, we would be the two seed. Today. Today we would wow. be that two seed. Think about it. Quick I, I question. Mean, if I'm wrong, quick question. That. Live, quick question, and, and this is going to post to everybody here. What is Dante DiVincenzo's role then on this team? Because if, you, if we're getting a, a contribution from Grimes, um, you're saying we need a small forward. I think we, need, we still need a power forward. Um, and you, you do have Emmanuel quickly on a contract here, and you, have, you just signed Dante DiVincenzo. How does the, how does the bench work out? Yeah, I, I think that's very simple. DiVincenzo got signed to fill that three spot. Because there was nobody out there, they, 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 and 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 I think Rose is making a making a mistake because he's looking at a big kind of blow. He's looking at the big picture. He want a big move and everything. But I'm like, listen, there's no big moves out there, none, none that wouldn't cripple the 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 the, 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 the Knicks irreparably. You can't go at, you can't go at a cat and, and not give up nothing. You couldn't have went for for, for Damon. You see what that what what, the, what Boston gave up for Drew Holiday. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, listen, DiVincenzo came in to be that third spot guy. Very good shooter, very good defensive guy. You know what I'm saying? Thibodeau going to do his Thibodeau thing and move. But he's uh, only six hard. four. Say that again? He's only six, he's only six foot four, so he, and he's traditionally right. a, a, a one or a two. Right, right. If that, right, right, right. And, and that's what I'm saying. But he's not going to, again, it's going to be four people rotating between that two and three spot. And that's RJ, Davis, Hizzo, Hart, and Grimes. Yeah. Those are okay. the people that's going, that's going to run that. You understand what I'm saying? You got, so you got, to, remember, like, you got to remember something else, Live. I mean, uh, have, you, when you look at DiVincenzo, you got to look at him as a package. DiVincenzo, Hart, both of them 6'4". Both of them on occasions right. is going to get you – Average, not get you averaged over six rebounds a game at six foot four. That's four more rebounds than Obi Toppin ever averaged. So if we're just going to look at size, if we're just going to look at size, then yeah, we we may look small. But again, you well, look at Divincenzo and Hart as a package, and that's a hell of a that's a hell of an upgrade because Divincenzo has been on some winners. He can knock down some shots. And he fits what we're doing. This is what I right. keep trying to tell people. It may not be the name you want, but it's the system that we have. I'll tell you this, guys, and I'm going to leave it at this. Tell me the last time somebody in their third year on the New York Knicks averaged 12 points, 
shot 47% from the field and 39% from three in their third year, in their second year, excuse me. Who's done that on the Knicks in years? Not R.J. Barrett. Not Obi Toppin. Not any pick that we have gotten in years. Guess who that player is? Quentin damn Grimes. Quentin Grimes has gone from them numbers. He averaged only six points, guys, his first year. Damn near averaged 12 last year. Shot 46%. 38%. We know he can shoot foul shots. And he's a good defensive player. I, don't, I haven't right. seen nobody's numbers come off the chart like this for a guy that's only been on our roster for two years. This guy is going to be the difference, fellas. I, I hate to keep beating this horse, but we have all the other positions. We have the Julius Randles. We have what we have, guys. Unless, again, unless Mitchell Robinson is going to become Paul Anthony Towns and be knocking down threes, we know what we well, have with our players. Right, exactly, Steve. <laughs> so we we got, we got to look at the improvement. We got to look at the improvement these guys have made, and this I, guy has made some of the biggest improvements, fellas. I, I got to see it in game action. I hope you are right, Dom. Listen, I will be all for it. We'll if see was a, a, a poor man's Allen Houston, kind of like had that pull up, sixteen, eighteen footers, put it on the floor and just pull up like Allen Houston. Like, if he does that consistently and knocks those down in situations where possessions where R.J. would have gotten last season and they went to quit and grinds like that, listen, I'm all for that, man. Listen, if he if, if he added that to his game, because he doesn't give me this vibes that he's going to always put it on a rack and go to the hole. He's, got, he's more of a pull-up type of shooter, catch and shoot, come off screens. He's like, he's like poor man's Allen Houston, basically, but better defense. So, listen, I'm with it. I'm with it. I got to see it, though. I still got to see it. In games, you know. Well, we'll, well, we'll, we'll see. I got to see it again. Well, the New York Knicks do take take the floor on Monday night against the Boston Celtics at Madison Square Garden. But Lou, you've been awfully quiet. What do you think? How, um, how's this lineup looking for you? Well, it's only preseason, so it's not really going to have too much of an effect on me. But you know, we really got you know uh, with the new lineups and everything. I think it looks like a solid uh, lineup for now in the preseason. But then we got we can see how the regular season starts, and then we can start to focus on how how much talent it's going to be and how how much of an impact it'll take on us. But right now, it doesn't really phase me, so I'm comfortable. I mean, nobody expects as much of the preseason any. Uh, speak for yourself, I will be. But I mean, what do you think, though? Like all the know, what you're saying. Ass. I I would feel comfortable if we did have a, 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 a you know a, a suitable power forward you know to, to back up Randall um, and, and you know their names are being thrown out constantly I, I'm, I'm not thrilled about any of them that's why I'm not even going to mention them but the fact is is that you know Don brought a good point because you're getting DiVincenzo and Hart and quickly and and uh, <laughs> And you're getting them by committee, and, and I mean that bench is going to be, uh, I mean, can be, can possibly be very deadly, you know, with, with uh, Hartenstein being, uh, being the anchor down low. I mean, they, they have a chance. They can run, they, they can run most benches off the floor, but they have to remain consistent. Now, it comes down to also the starters, of course, and you know the, the, the big focal points here. Julius Randle, how well is he going to be coming off that injury, and then. 
has RJ or Quentin Grimes. I don't care which one of the two do it, but it, it, it would be nice if it was both. But whichever one of the two, you know, steps it up a notch, either RJ gets more efficient and, 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 and evolves his game, or Quentin Grimes all of a sudden became exactly what you said, Steve, the poor man's out of Houston. I'm okay with either one. But it has to happen, and I would love to see that on Monday and, of course, throughout the season, but that's, that remains to be seen. Um, again. I'd rather be – I would feel more comfortable if we had a backup power forward, someone who is a natural power forward, to, you, know, to, 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 you know, to kind of anchor down that bench a little bit. But since you, you're, you're absolutely right, you know, we only go eight or nine man deep. But who knows? I mean, who knows what, what new things are, you know, are on the horizon for the New York Knicks. But let's just move on to the rest of the NBA. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. I'll... Because I know we talked about prototype backup power fours earlier in the summer, so I mean, if you right. have a concern with Julius Randle, what is, is is it the Hart, DiVincenzo, Hartenstein, Quickly, McBride backups? Do you don't think that's enough to supplement minutes for Randle when he's in, out of the lineup? Oh, how do you feel about that? I I, 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 I don't. I think that you know. For seventy percent of the game of, of the season, it would be fine, but it's when you're playing a team like Milwaukee, who is very big and very tall and, and, and has a lot of size. When you're playing against a Boston, who also has a little bit more size coming off the bench, or you know, just any team that has you know some bullies down there, some goons, I would be I would feel comfortable if there was a goon down there right now to back up. And stand alongside Isaiah Hartenstein down low when when you're bring, when you're bringing to the bench, but again, like you like you and Dom have been alluding to the entire time, the games have to be played. Once the once the ball's up in the air, it's anybody's game. So I mean, could it work? Absolutely. Is it sustainable? We have to we have to wait and see. I hope no. I know you're going back to the rest of the NBA, and man, I wish we see more shooting out of Hartenstein. I, I, I don't know why they went away from that because we saw that in, in game number one last year in Memphis where he had a lot of good perimeter shooting and it kind of went away after one night. It came near here and there during the season. He has a good stroke. I don't understand why his shooting isn't used more as a weapon offensively. I don't know if Dom or Lai can answer that question. Yeah, no, real real quick, I, I, I answer that real quick. You know what I'm saying? Tibolo is incapable of offensive coaching. That's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That, that is all of it. You know, you know they used to call Hardenstein uh, baby, uh, what's the cat from, from Denver? You know what I'm saying? Baby Jokic? They used to call him Baby Jokic because of his assist. When he was in, when, when he was in, when he was in, uh, um, when he was on Doc Rivers' team, he was killing him in the, in, in, in the paint, passing. He, he, he was he was he was he looked like um uh 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 Chris uh, Webber used to look 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 like up in that on on that up <laughs> yeah with all of them cuts. I'm telling you, look 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 at his pass. I think that he, I think he was doing like three assists a game out there, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? But he's a great passer, and he can shoot a three. So I don't know. I don't. You know what I'm saying? It's Thibodeau's, and it's the same thing that keeps Grimes away from 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 maturation too. It's because he can't mm. incorporate the moves well enough in, 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 inside more. He can't create movement, right? His whole movement scheme is ISO. 
So we we hardly and 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 and, and you know what? I, as much as I don't, I don't like um Fournier, it might be Fournier's regression too. Okay, because he can't get them dudes shot. Okay, they have to create it for themselves. And and and, and, and then if you look at if you look at a uh, 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 you know just go ahead with the with the next uh with with the NBA because I can talk about the Knicks today. So well. Before we do that, before we do that, just to, to, just to allude to what you just said, um, Isaiah Hardenstein only averaged 1.2 assists a game last season with the Knicks. But the two okay. years prior, when he was the Clippers and the Cleveland Cavaliers, he averaged two and a half. See? That's just, I, I, know, so, I know it was around. <laughs> so, 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 so there's a lot to what you're saying, and yes, it's true. It looks like that um, Thibodeau did cut his game in half, and only just became a rebounder and, and a defender, and, and, and you know, down low. But I mean, like like you said, Steve, he can hit the shot, and I've seen him hit it. I've seen him hit it on a consistent basis. I mean, could it be? Could it just be that you know you just have way too many shooters on the uh, you know that second unit? I don't know. But let's let's move on to the NBA. Let's move on to the rest of the NBA because obviously everybody else did have you know their media days and you know um, we got to see the players in their new uniforms right. and all, everything like that. And of course, it, it, you know, for those who didn't know, um, there was an NBA preseason game this afternoon, um, uh, the Abu Dhabi oh. games. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. actually, no. It's not even this afternoon. It's tomorrow afternoon. I'm sorry. Um, but tomorrow yeah. afternoon, the, the, the Dallas Mavericks will take on the Minnesota Timberwolves on NBA TV, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, do you guys want to talk about that game, or, 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 or are you just excited to see hoops of any kind? Um, I'll answer real quick. Uh, I'll, um, I, I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll check it out. But um, um. As far as the preseason, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Sports, when when the new seasons come up, in any sport, it comes up so fast that I'm, I'm all into the, all the sports that we do. But uh, I, let me kind of say this real quick for the next minute, and I'll pass it to Dom. Listen, I, I don't know. I, I, this Milwaukee thing is really interesting because you added more offense, but they, got, they lost a little bit of defense, and the defense they lost got them a chip. And by that, you helped the team that was really thin in their roster get added to Grayson Allen, Nurkic, who went from Portland to Phoenix. Like, that's the perfect fit for a guy like that or what Phoenix needed. DeAndre Aiden was the guy who was crying for the rock, wanted more of a contract with his money, never really produced when it was time to produce. You've got a guy who's going to get you seven rebounds. Just to, he, He's going to do that and do that and, that and that alone. He doesn't need the score. Phoenix added the Bradley Bill, Booker, Durant. Grayson Allen. Um, and also, let's not forget the other moves that uh, Milwaukee picked up. The backup point guard, I like campaign. You know, when when the Spurs cut him, you know, man, this is really fucking interesting. And then, you know, the Boston situation. Live makes a great point about Boston. It could go either way. I, I would say they slightly got a little – they got I, – I guess, Don, I'm, I'm kind of deluded. I have high respect for Drew Holiday, and, and I think that's kind of why I say Boston has that intangibles that Drew Holiday brings to the table that not even Marcus Smart brings to the table, even losing a Robert, Robert Williams, even losing a, a Brogdon. Drew Holiday is a winner, and I think having a guy that brings a lot of intangibles, he's pretty much Marcus Smart a little bit better offensively. I, I, 
Man, I, these moves kind of shuffled the deck a little bit, but I don't know. Man, they made Phoenix a little bit stronger, Av, and I think that was their biggest issue was their death, man. That's kind of how I'm going to leave it. On, I'll leave some meat on the bone for you guys until it's my turn again. Well, I don't think I, – I'm, I'm, honestly, I don't think that Phoenix got better. I think Phoenix just just alleviated a problem. I don't think they gotten better. I just think they just alleviated that, that DeAndre Ayton problem. And you, you, obviously they're going to be focusing on their three-headed monster of Booker, Durant, and um, – crap, I'm, I'm, I'm spacing out. But they're facing – and Bradley Beal. They're, they're focused on that, and that's what, and that's what they're going to go with. Um, how will they look like defensively is actually kind of how I, you know, I'm kind of curious as to. So that, that's why I'm like, did Phoenix really get better? Because if they did, then they, they, they would be the favorite to win the West. I don't think they do. I don't think they're that much better. I think they did. Grayson Allen's a very good player, despite those antics at Duke. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> playing with, with Milwaukee. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, he's not like, you know, like he's a good, nice piece in your rotation. He's a good depth player to add to that roster. And then they still got Eric Gordon, right? Like, I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's older, but I mean, I don't think people's got a little bit more depth now because of Milwaukee. Milwaukee caused problems for, they added solutions to teams, man. Like Phoenix, Phoenix wasn't really, the, the reason why they lost to Denver because Denver, they didn't have that depth like Denver did. And then the efficiency on top of that. I do think I definitely think Phoenix got better. I would love to hear from Dom and Live and, and Lou about that. I do think Phoenix definitely got better. All right, because of the depth. All right, all right. Then Dom, you're on you're on the spot. Did Phoenix get better with the with the trade with Milwaukee and and Portland? Steve will always be my hero, other than Spider Man, <laughs> because that's what I was going to say earlier. That I think Phoenix, when everybody was looking, all of these parts moving. I think they overlooked what Phoenix did. I mean, like Steve said, say what you want about Grayson Allen. He's kind of calmed that stuff down with that immature stuff at Duke. Uh, like he said, Eric Gordon. They they got rid of Aiton, who for some reason they had a problem with. But they got Nurkic. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're bent. They're, we we know what Beal, Booker, and Kevin Durant's going to do. If Durant can stay on the court, let's, let's keep it real. We have to we have to always worry about that. But when you look at their bench, guys, they did all right. I mean, say again, say what you want about Grayson Allen. Say what you want that Eric Gordon is 104 years old. He's still Eric yeah. Gordon. <laughs> say what you want about Grayson Allen. He can still shoot. I say this all the time, guys. I normally use Buddy Hill, but the one thing in the NBA you don't have to worry about teaching when he can do it is shooting. Grayson Allen can shoot. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. Shooters can shoot, and he can shoot. So I think Phoenix, guys, I don't want to say I think they made out the best, but they didn't make out too bad. And I want to say one thing to, to what Live was saying about the Knicks. Do you know, me and my did you know, because I love numbers, the Knicks had their biggest offensive efficiency and point total escalating since the Civil War last year because everybody <laughs> looks at Thibodeau don't coach offense. They don't play offense. The Knicks had their biggest offensive ranking and upward mobility since the damn Civil War. But nobody took notice of that because Thibodeau don't coach defense. That's offense. Ah. Thibodeau don't do this. But, guys, they were 10th in the league in scoring. When have you ever heard of a Tom Thibodeau team being 10th in the league in scoring? 
and their offensive efficiency rating was off the chart because you know why? Second chance opportunities. Praise right, the Lord, Mitchell right. Robinson, you are good for that, giving us second chance opportunities. These are the little things, guys, that people fail to realize how the Knicks improved. So, but to Steve's point, yes, I think, I ain't going to say Phoenix is the favorite in the West, but Phoenix might be the favorite in the West. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. They, get, they got better, guys. The only thing I worry about with Phoenix, and I hate to say it because I like Durant. He's one of the rare non-New York Knicks that I actually like. His, his durability, okay. guys, I mean... Yeah, his, his durability is kind of questionable nowadays, but they they did all right, man. I'm I'm with Steve. Look out, because some of these teams, like the Lakers, added all of these so-called pieces. I think the Phoenix Suns did quite all right, guys. Serious. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. I, yeah, no, nah, right, I, then... I agree. Too. I think, um, you know, you know, truthfully, again. I, you know, I think I think uh, 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 you know Nickelbacker Ave just said it. What they did was kind of calm a storm, you know. Um, and that's the only thing that I, I I didn't like about the Knicks' inactivity. Like somewhere in there, you know, you know, you know, you guys might not like Aiton, but I thought <laughs> Aiton would have would have would have solved our our mm. non uh, progression with Mitch. You understand what I'm saying? So a um, I love a Live. Aiton's in Portland. Hey, Portland, what do you want from Mitch and Aiton? I mean, listen. Yeah. Right. Portland, yeah. Thank you. I, thank you. I, 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 <laughs> thank you, Steve. I, I agree with that totally. Yeah. No, that's, that's, oh. that's I, look, let's, let's do that. Let's, I, you know, I'm looking at, oh. I'm looking at the Nets, and the Nets is like, the Nets got everybody, uh, what they need. It's like, they got to, they got to swap me down there. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, like, it's just ridiculous. They got all the small forwards we need. They got all the you know what I'm saying. They got the uh, 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 base, Julius, Julius base, you know what I'm saying. A uh, 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 prototypical power forward that play like a small forward. He is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Costco. It, you know? <laughs> it's Costco yeah, small like, forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the Suns to come out that 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 West man. I don't I don't think. Um, mm. I don't think you know that Denver is really crazy, man. But it's like, you know what? I got I just wanted to Denver in the Suns. I got you know what I'm saying. Like I can't I can't dismiss what they did last year. And um, if they still got the same squad, I, I was I wasn't really paying them no mind. But if, if they got that same five coming back, I don't know who's next one right now. So you know, not not in the so, West. So. Um, yeah. So, so live and Dom and Adam, I gotta ask you guys this, man. Since we put it out there with this, Ian, what is Portland doing? And in, in answering Ooh. that, hey, mm. <laughs> hey, what do you want for DeAndre Ayton? Do you want, how can we package Mitch and Fournier for Ayton and whatever you offer? Would you do that, live yeah. and Dom and that? You got yeah, to, you got to, you got to throw in, the, you got to throw in the pick, Steve. This is another thing about yeah. the Knicks. Everybody knows it. Hey. We're we're we're, hey. we're holding on to all these picks. These picks mm-hmm. are supposed to be assets. You're right, Steve. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't saying trade Mitchell Robinson tomorrow, but if you could get Aiden, yo, yeah. man, right. we love you. Right. We appreciate That's what right. you did. <laughs> but, yeah, homie, yeah, you got to yeah. go. You got to go. You got to throw in. You, you got to throw in a couple of picks, though, guys, if you're willing, which we can do, though, guys, when you at look at our right. age. Yes, hey, when you look hey. at our age per player, we can give up a couple of picks. Because those yeah, aren't going to be 
Josh Hart. Easy. They're not going to be Jalen Brunson. They're not going to be Grimes. So give the picks up and a couple of players. And, hey, I always like Aiden. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, the funny thing is they got rid of the coach that couldn't get along with Aiden, and then they get rid of Aiden. I, I don't get that part, right. but eh. right. I hope the Knicks can get no, him. But I know, you know that's I, a I believe, I believe when, 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 Chris, when, when um, Chris Paul was there, Aiden saw, saw what could be, right? You know, he was getting these easy, easy lobs. And, and, and all of this, that, and the third. And he, he, he was like, oh, life is good. But when there wasn't nobody there to pass him the ball no more, you know what I'm saying? And all of these cats was coming in on, on ISO, ISO, and had him dive into the basket, and he ain't getting no love. He's like, yo, I'm out of here. I, yo, I'm, I'm, he, he was fed up now. Should he, should he shut his mouth and play ball? Maybe, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and said it quietly. He, did, he, wasn't, he wasn't having it. So he became a malcontent. Right? Well, the problem was like, oh, is that, is that, is that the, the problem is is that DeAndre Ayton is a traditional like '80s '90s style center, yeah. and Chris Paul <laughs> being being a traditional '80s '90s style point guard, he knew he had to feed the big fella. But now that you, right. you know, now that we go into into this new age generation of you know positionless basketball, and everybody can be they can have the rock or have a rock, you know, all at the same time. Aiden was looking at. Wait, I just got a hundred million dollars. I was, just, mm. you know, I was the focal point of this team for a long time before before all y'all got here, before Booker got there, before this fool got here, and and he's probably thinking to himself, "Yo, where's my love, Mahmoud, or something, yo?" But but but, but hold on, hold on. Right. Let's, let's slow down real quick. Let's slow down. Even though he was the number one overall pick, he was, it's not like he was Ewing. It's not like he was. Right, he was the ball. I mean. I mean, he just happened, or you know, he he's better than Olawakandi. He's better than him, but but not all number one overall picks are like true number one overall. Like my, when you think of Abdul Jabbar, that's the number one overall. You think of Olajuwon or Ewing, number one overall. Aiden doesn't have that. Oh man, he doesn't give me number one overall vibes. You know what I'm saying? My big team. He was young enough. Young enough. young enough to grow into. Right. I don't, I don't, don't like 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 a Dwight Howard, you know, with more offense. Right? You understand what I'm saying? Like less yeah. athletics, more offense. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 we. What I'm saying is it's the inactivity that kind of pissed me off on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm because because I'm going. Are, are you are you so stuck on 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 your center crowding your 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 paint? That you say, okay, you know, well, my system can't afford to have somebody that can actually score in that in that vicinity. I don't know what's going on, right? You know what I'm saying? I, you know, like, 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 I always knock the coaching. I, you know what I'm saying? That, that's my thing. I, you know, what I'm like, like, it doesn't, it baffles me that that you're not utilizing your players the way you can, be in in, in lieu of ISO ball, right? You know what I'm saying? You didn't go after Aiden because of what? Right, you know, and, and again, let's let you know. Let me let me let me digress. Where it's like our our center and power four position, um, I think is rather solid. Right, you understand what I'm saying? I don't think we have a definitive well, backup center? four. Say that again. You said our center position is solid. You said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four position. Our four position is oh four. Is pretty solid. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm, so I'm thinking like the four. You know. With the four kind of melding into that rotation five kind of situation, you go, okay, 
because we got, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 um, Sims and, and Hardenstein and, and other two brothers um, that we had just drafted, you know, and gave contracts to, you're not going to go after eight? Yeah, throw all of them down in the pot for eight. Here's the way I think, fellas. Me and my numbers, Mitchell Robinson and DeAndre Ayton are the same exact years old. They're both 25 years old. And DeAndre Ayton is averaging 18 and 10, shooting 60% from the field. <laughs> you think Mitchell Robinson is going to do that in the next and he yeah. is. Just on my thunder. So, and then, uh, there's I'm not going to be a hacker, Deontay Ayton, like we saw a, a no. hacker Mitch. I mean, I mean no. get, now, if, uh, unless, Knickerbocker, if you could tell me, because you, you, you follow the, you know, the, the ins and outs behind the scenes, is Miles Turner on the table? If that's a no, let's, then that's why I asked you guys a question. What is Portland doing? Are they really trying to build something in five years, or are they parlaying? Are they playing this pseudo OKC situation? Because honestly, dude, like Dom said, it's, now is time is now. Go get Aiton if you can't get Miles Turner. Because yeah. live, the moment I saw Olajuwon in that picture with the Greek freak, I, it was a Benny <laughs> Blanco in a box situation. Now he's got to go. man, no man. I, enough with the IG shit. He, he, yeah, we, yeah. we talk about yeah. somebody needs to prove. Dude, we saw a hack of Mitch in the playoffs, dog. 2023. But there's always that possibility that the Knicks are going to be able to trade for a bigger name superstar, i.e., they want to either go after Greek Freak or Joel Embiid or something like that. No, things fall apart. No, 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 that's not happening. Can we can we talk but, about that real quick? The, the bigger move. Sure. I, I'm sorry. I know, I know I don't want to derail you, Cash Man, but can we talk about the bigger move real quick? Real quick. Who is that? Thank like, you. Yeah. That? Thank you, Lot. Who, who, apparently, who apparently, apparently, it's Joel Embiid. No, okay, no, so that ain't happening. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. It can't. No, nobody in this, nobody on this, on this podcast right now can tell me that a team that we put out is necessarily better than Embiid, Harden, and, 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 and Max. Oh, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on. And I'm only saying that in, in, in the pretense that someone is leaving that for this, right? And and know, knowing when you leave that this is not going to be the same, right? Because if a hundred cats is leaving to facilitate you, you're gonna get some picks and you're gonna get our best people. So who, who is the guy? Who who is the guy? Right, you know what I'm saying? And, and don't yep. throw Embiid to the side. I don't I don't I don't care who he is. Let me know who the guy is, so I can go. Okay, let's go ahead and spend that them chips already. Because what I'm saying is not. Either. Need to be not going. For that. So you need to, and but, I don't want Embiid. I'm, I'm on the record as saying I don't want Embiid. You know what I'm saying? I will too, I too will say this. Much. 
I will but, say this. Me and Steve's wish list, I think that, I think that ship has sailed. I think me and Steve have been right. talking about Miles Turner for 50 years. I think that there ship has sailed because of what Indiana, <laughs> I, no, I think what, what Indiana is putting together, I think we would have right. a better shot at DeAndre Ayton than we would yeah. at Miles Turner at this I'm point. I'm cool with that. Because cool with that. Portland ain't yeah, going nowhere. Indi- Indiana right. seems to be on a good path with the youth, and, and Miles Turner fits in because but, he plays that kind of game inside, outside. He can run. That's sort of right. going to be their makeup. Oh. We don't know what Portland's going to do. Is Portland okay, going to become question. the next OKC? Yeah, is Portland going to become yeah. the next OKC and want to stockpile picks? That's why I'm saying Mitch, Fournier, and two picks, I think that's a wrap. And let's not forget, yeah, guys, when, absolutely. when, when, Steve, when, Steve, when Steve says hack a Mitch, you know when DeAndre that. Ayton shoots from the foul line? 78%. Let's go. That's almost twice uh-huh. as much as what Mitch Robinson shoots from the line. Think about that. Uh-huh. He ain't, ain't going to get you as many blocks, but he'll get you 18 and 10 and shoot 76% from the line. So that means you can't foul him down low. Right. Because he right. knocked down the foul yeah. shot. Pre- I think and, that's and, the and, best. And those, rebounds, yeah, and those rebounds is a defensive stat. So let's go. Let's go, man. Yeah, I think that's the best. <laughs> I think that's the best move moving forward. That's, that's right. Wow. That's right. We got Dude, right. Listen, and, and it right. goes back to Dom's point. It goes back to Dom's original point of Thibodeau's offense has improved in the Thibodeau era. It's going to even improve more if you add a guy like oh. that. He's the ultimate Achilles heel on our offense. You add more offense at that position of need, that's going to make up for the, the offensive rebounds he's getting now, you know, or extra possessions. Right. And that hack of shit is, that shit is dead at a guy shooting 78% <laughs> at the line. And it solves the RJ problem. It, it masks, it puts a mask on whether RJ improves or goes to that next level where you have another guy in the line that can score. I mean, this is a no-brainer. Think, oh, think about this, Steve. Think about this. With Aiden down low, and you got to worry about him because he can score down low. Exactly. Now you got Grimes. Grimes. You got Grimes to kick it out to. Go get you him. Got, uh, you got Brunson who can hit the mid-range and the three. You got Julius Randle who don't have to be bully ball but can be bully ball. So mm-hmm. now you got two of these guys coming at you, and you done went out and got you some good perimeter shooting, something we was lacking. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. No, Mitch, I'll drive, I'll drive him. I'll drive him to Portland. I won't take him to the airport. I'll drive hey, hey, him Mitch. to Portland. Hey, Mitch, are we going to Newark? Are we going to JFK? Are we going to LaGuardia? Are we going to, down to Trenton? Even in Philadelphia. Pick an airport. I, 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 I ain't bragging. I ain't boasting. But I am an owner of Mercedes Benz. I will drive that son of a bitch to Portland myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can, Mitch, Mitch, you can sit in the back. You can put the back seats down. You can do whatever you want. You can, relax, relax. I got you. I got, I, I got you. I got the water chilled at seventy-two degrees. Oh, you know what I'm oh so, man, please. That so, that would be the greatest move the Knicks could ever make. Steve. I have the the I mean the Morgan Freeman hat and driving Miss Daisy, man. Whatever you want, Mitch, man. Whatever you want, bro. <laughs> Yes, sir. So remember that. Remember that movie, the Green, the Green Book. Is that was the name of the movie, yeah, the Green, Green Book. Book. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was a hell of a movie, Steve. I'd be that yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
and I'm Italian too. Like oh man! Oh, and I got right This one in the midnight times. We can't go ahead, yeah, bro. Let's go somewhere else. Oh, hey, listen, Ab, Ab, I'm not into rumors, man, but this is where I say this makes sense. Sometimes you gotta wait yes. to see somehow pieces go and where they end up at. That's the piece. Him or Miles Turner, either or. But listen, that's why I say, what is Portland doing? Don says, you know, we don't know. Because they're kind of like, okay, they threw their hat in the mix this offseason just a week ago. All these moves. Are you building for a four or five year run later on when, when Golden State is out of the door and maybe Denver is kind of hanging around and maybe Phoenix is not going to be. See, Portland's probably in a position like a couple of notches behind, let's say, Sacramento. Like, Sacramento's ready to go to the next round and progress. Yeah. Portland's kind of like a couple of notches behind them. I still don't think Portland's better than OKC. So my question to Portland, like, what are you doing? And then I would right. say, hey, man, you see this guy? His I mean, name is Mitchell I, Robinson. You see this guy that's in the picture with Hakeem Olajuwon and the shoot around? That's not Mitchell Robinson. That's the Greek Greek. So what do you want from Mitch Robinson for Aiden? And how can we package that? We'll put Fournier I, and they can buy out right. Fournier. And, man, we could do this. We could definitely do this. Well, well, in order for that something like this to happen, it would have to be for a piece that Portland feels that either a they can build around, which they have that in Aiton, or it would have to be a number of draft picks and an astronomical amount of draft picks for them to make that move. Now, you guys alluded to it. They, they, the Knicks do have a crap load of draft picks. I think they even have like up to four this in this upcoming draft. And I'm just wondering, how are you going to draft four guys? Where are you going to play them all? And it's, I, I, I'm so going like that, to answer it like thing. this. I answered your question even better, Ab, and it goes back to what we said at the very start of this show. You, if somehow you can tr- turn Mitch Robinson into Miles Turner or turn Mitch Robinson into Aiton, what we were saying about Milwaukee and Boston, what lives are saying one and two, the Knicks leapfrog both of them. Oh, they mm-hmm. leapfrog both right. of them. Here's what you got to remember, Ab. We haven't won since the 70s. You got to remember, Ab, when you say what is Portland going to do, Portland, like Steve said, right now OKC has probably leapfrogged Portland. So now Portland becomes OKC. They are going to stockpile draft picks because they're they're not looking three years down the road, guys. Let's just be honest. They're going to shook up everything from McCollum to Nurkic to to, to Lillard. So they, they, they they done did the shake and bake. So I don't think they're in for, first of all, the big contract, Aiden has. That's going to be a, a stone wall for them. You can get money back with Mitchell Robinson and 48 and get those picks you want that you're thinking three, four years on, on down the road. This, that's what OKC did, guys. They, they took everybody to the cleaners. They took all their picks. And now their picks are becoming these players that we're seeing. So, yes, Portland is at the bottom now, guys. Let's just keep it real. Let, let's just be honest. So, if you thought, so the story goes, was he, was he not? But if you think that Aiton was a malcontent on a contender, what the hell is he going to be like at Portland? But even, but Dom, even this year, right, even this year, isn't there a log jam at center? Like, Robert Williams is going to want minutes. He's not playing behind you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, would you think Robert Williams is one of those guys? I mean, he's never like this offensive guy, but he was getting serious five, number one minutes in Boston with a, a contender in Boston. He's probably like you could you could afford to get rid of eight and have Robert Williams still be right. a guy that's going to play center. You know what I'm saying? And like they have do, a lot of five. 
And what do teams that suck try to do, Steve? Get picks, save money. Right. So right. you could have exactly. Robin Williams. His contract ain't nowhere near eight. Right. Contract. You could have <laughs> you could have him too. and Mitch. You could have him and Mitch and two to three picks down the road. What's wrong with that? Because you're not going. This is my point, guys. You're not going yeah, nowhere. He's not going nowhere. So why are you gonna why are you gonna hold on to one these big ass contracts and now you got two semi like players, one on a friendly contract, one on an astronomical contract, <laughs> and you could you could kill two or three birds with one trade. One one damn trade, guys, and they could be OKC of three years ago. Exactly. So you gotta get Leon been there to be talking that though you know what I'm saying like, like or, or, or 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 you can you, you can get somebody get a hold of Gerson Rojas who, who is the new who, who, as of last week was appointed as the new senior executive vice president of player of basketball operations essentially he's the GM and, and, and it's a position he's been holding for the last what, year and year and change even though he was known as consultant and he has the history. He has the cachet. He, he was a general manager in Houston. He was a general manager over in Minnesota. He has some, some, you know, some experience. So I don't, I mean, hopefully he's listening or, or, or hopefully somebody's listening to, and, and, and has connections to him and can say, hey, get us DeAndre Ayton, you know, because Dom's right. Aiden's going to make over $32 million in this season alone. He has a, a four-year, $135 million contract that he signed. A contract he signed not even with Phoenix. He signed it with Indiana, and then, of course, because he was a restricted free agent, they matched it, which he was pissed about the whole time. And then on top of that, he's even more pissed, but now I'm for sure he's probably happy that he's, he's, he's somewhere else. But I'm pretty sure, like you said, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be too happy to be on on Portland, a team that's like in rebuild limbo, and they can easily stockpile more draft picks just so they can they can round up their roster over the next three or four years. Um, somebody get him on the phone. Maybe you, maybe we'll maybe we'll have luck finding him. Then we then most of us have find Leon, Leon Rose. But that's, you know that's what? Here I, don't, I don't think uh, maybe it's just my naiveness. But I don't think it's Leon Rose not trying. I think, like, like Live said, who is that guy? Who is that guy Leon Rose was supposed to get? Think about mm-hmm. that. Who was he supposed to go out and say, Steve, this is the splash to end all splashes. Live nailed it. Who is that guy? Who is that guy Leon Rose was supposed to say, here's our next Patrick Ewing. Here's our next Savior. Here's our next Twitter king. I don't see it, guys, but I do see the little good moves he made to fit what we're doing. Right, right, right. That's what I do see. That's what I see. But to live, live is absolutely correct. Who was he supposed to get, guys? No, think about you answered it. No, no, you answered the question. You get the little moves. Like this is a team that's built. You add a piece here, a piece there. You don't have to throw. You don't have to just. Go out and just trade 48 to 40. Let's wait and see what other teams do. Oh, Aiden's not in Phoenix no more? Because you were assuming at the time he's going to be on that roster with Booker, Durant, Beal. You would assume that. But now that he's gone, he's on a team that's quote-unquote rebuilding. Hey, man, the Knicks ain't won since 72, 73, whatever that year was, Dom. Hey, sometimes, yo, we got to go for a chip soon, man. 
Like, yeah. Like, we're I'm, there. Like, we're on the break, and that's an upgrade. Off, off rip, that's an upgrade at that position. Like, all the other positions, about you couldn't really necessarily upgrade. Like, Brunson, you couldn't really do that. Maybe RJ, but definitely offensively at the five. We we got exposed to a hack and shag dog. Yeah, and think about this, guys. There's only a handful of players that are still alive from our last championship. They're slowly but surely, I hate to say this, you know, the Grim Reaper time comes up, whatever. We only got a handful of these guys left from that championship, guys. That's how long ago it was. I mean, yes, we got Clyde and Pearl. Clyde and Pearl look like they're in great shape, but they're getting old. Time. So Don, so Don, Don, so here's the question. Is the time now? I, I think it is. Like I don't see how it is. Yes. Yes. Because well, here's the trick, here's the, yeah. Right. Here's the here's the trick, Steve. You you did like me and you said. You did all those little baby steps because there was no big step to take. So if you have an opportunity to go in for a let's say Aiden. First of all, you're not giving up those little baby steps that we acquired to make these moves. Mm. You give up two players and two draft picks, and guess what? We still have the little pieces they put together. Now we got the center that we haven't had since Patrick Ewing. Mm. I'm not saying he's Patrick Ewing. I'm saying a yeah, I get it. Yeah, that I get do, it. Right. yeah, that's in that yeah, realm, right. guys. And what are we giving right. up? Mitch Robinson, who can't shoot a foul shot, who has zero offensive moves except on YouTube, and and, and Evan Fournier. Wow. Oh, okay, and I'm, I'm let's, in. Say, let's, let's, let's put this like thought. I know we got to ride because we got we got final thoughts. But think about it like this: Dom live and Evan. Say let's put this on like visual. Let's say this is Mike. We run into a Miami game. Now Bam Adebayo has to come out and respect that 15 footer. He, he has to. If you ran into a matchup with that team again. Because they, right. they didn't respect it. They, like, right. you, lost possession, you lost possessions, like, seemed like maybe five, six, a quarter, knowing that Bam Adebayo doesn't have to jump out 12, 14 feet under the rim to chase that foot. Because they actually they ain't can knock that shot down. This is not pulling that shot, dog. And you saw what he did. Remember, he had, he, in Miami, he did the dizzy joint, threw the ball over. It was ugly. Dude, we, we solved that problem by getting a guy like that. You upgrade immediately. Like what Dom said, a defensive coach with your offensive rating went through the roof, through that guy, it's going to go up more. It's going to make up, it's going to make up for the offensive rebounds the guy gets. It's, it, you get a lot of return by getting that right. guy. If you you're getting better shooting, and don't get it twisted, guys. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton can hit that and shot, and he, and he can still, and he can still spin by you. He's very yeah. agile for a guy that big, and he ain't just this guy that's going to be down low. And he got good moves, right. he's a good shooter, right. and he shoots seventy eight percent from the foul line, <laughs> and he gets and ten rebounds a night. And that's eighteen the right there. I mean, what that's more that. do we need? I mean, that's that's the move. Come on, that's, that's just, we we said. We said this since this guy got drafted. We gave him a break. He hasn't improved zero, zero bit offensively. If you could steal this, if you could set this off, man. Hey, you know what? It might even make Mitch happier because maybe now he can go to Portland and become this offensive player he is on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't care. <laughs> to be honest, I could care. But guys, guys, but... guys, real quick before we go to final thoughts, what if Portland? What's more than just Mitch? What if they say they'd rather have 
R.J. Barrett or, or somebody else. Right? But then you guys were selling me all episode. Well, Quentin Grimes is ready to take that step. So let's see. Right. Yeah. That's right. Let's see. And this is what I'm saying, oh. right? I, and, and, I, and I said this before we had got it. I said this about two or three episodes ago. Quick is going to be the first dude to go off of that trade line. Okay? Mm-hmm. Quick is ready. Mm-hmm. Quick is, they they, they actually set him up to, to be traded. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you're going to pay Quick another 26 a year? Right on on the team. Nah, it's only man. Yeah, you're right. You're right, live. He he might be first. I tell you what, I give up quickly and Barrett. Hey, a quick. Wow. You know what? I I love I love my 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 boy Barrett. Right. I love. I'm I'm one of them. I'm one of them phones. I'm not. I I love Barrett. But you know what? If you go DeAndre Ayton for 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 Barrett and Quick, nothing else. Let's make it happen. Yeah, and we got our, we keep no. our pick, we no, keep our pick, no, and we right. get rid of. It. Right. Let's just say right. this, guys. No, we, nothing we against R.J. Barrett. Right, nothing against R.J. Barrett. But the, do some of y'all think that he may have been the the stalling piece in trades that people aren't as fast to, to jump on him as some people might think? I mean, we're not the only people in the world, guys, that look at numbers. Come on, if you're getting ready no, to make he, a blockbuster trade. Yeah, no, he was when um, when when in that Utah trade, he definitely stalled that one out. Like, I, I'm just stalled. saying, live. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. You look at his numbers and you see that. what I've been saying: up, down, up, down, up, down. Are, are you yeah, willing no, to mortgage a, a a Donovan Mitchell, a DeAndre Ayton for? Hmm, I think we're beyond think the number. I think we're beyond the number of where you were drafted. I think we're beyond that. Like, you could be the first pick, the third pick, and I think we're to the point now where you got to remember the draft, who was in the draft, and then, you know, do the numbers from there. But I got a funny feeling, guys, that he's been a stumbling block for some of the trades the Knicks might have been trying to make. I yeah. Be, yeah. I, don't, I don't have no inside info. I'm just, yeah, because mm. – but – Mitchell Robinson could fill a void because, remember, Portland also got rid of Nurkic. Like Steve said, now they got Williams. Now you got Aiton. You know, it, it's just the numbers aren't, aren't jiving, guys. You're going to pay this guy, as live said, $100 million, and then you got Williams making peanuts, who can probably be your starting center at a lot less right. rate. Right. Or a backup to Mitch at a lot. You could have him and Mitchell Robinson for less than Aiton. So, right. and you're not going right. nowhere. You're not going nowhere, guys. Come on, put your thinking caps on and well, dangle uh, this guy I, out there. I'll do, I, I, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do you one better. I just tried on the NBA dream machine. I know that, you know, that we don't believe in that stuff, but it's, this is just out of curiosity. Um, a trade for DeAndre and for Evan Fournier and Mitchell Robinson works perfectly. They, the, the, money <laughs> match, the money matches, um, yeah. and, 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 and again, we do have enough. We do have enough draft picks to you know to to, you know, to, 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 to give Portland that'll that'll probably like right now. It's the, because if you think about it, all the draft picks that you know that they have acquired for um, from Boston and from from Milwaukee, they're from like down the road. We can get right. draft picks that are right now. Right. So. Hey. Like, like, uh, 
Like Steve, Steve, Steve once called me Nostradamus, and I, there I'm, it is. Change, change your, I'm all in. Change your Twitter handle. Change your Twitter handle to that. Change the real Nostradamus, please. Oh, I'm dry. I'm, I'm, I'm going hey, out. I'm going to Portland. Nah, he, he's he's still with us. Going the final thoughts. Uh, nah, he's going. He's going. All right. Yeah. So, 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 so let's get into final thoughts, guys. I want to. Uh, I'm, this was an awesome episode. Um, thank you so oh, very much man. for this. So we're gonna go around. We're gonna go around for final thoughts. I, I want you to keep in mind as well. There's one thing that we, we wanted to talk about, but it wasn't um, uh, announced yet. But um, the addition of Mark Jackson to the MSG broadcast team, uh, uh-huh. you know, the villain for for Clyde. I want to hear you know a quick two or three word thought about that, and um, of course your final thoughts. So we'll, we'll start it off, Steve. Why don't we start off with you? So, so that's official now. Like class officially retired. It's not official yet. He... It's not official yet, but that's what. Uh, but but um, Jackson isn't isn't is in talks and negotiations with MSG Network as we speak. Listen, man, we all love Mark Jackson, man. I mean, come on, Archbishop Malloy, St. John's. I mean, hey, yeah. who doesn't like Mark hey, Jackson, yeah. man? I mean, you know, listen, he's a he's a legend, man. Like, I, if he was to replace Clyde, see, I love Clyde, but I don't want if Clyde wasn't retiring, I would mind seeing like you know when Clyde takes some days off, kind of like when Kenny Albert takes over for Breen and calls the game. So I cool with that situation, but if Clyde fully retires, then yeah, I think. You go with a guy who's been on national broadcast and he's done a great job since leaving the Warriors. And my final thoughts, Ashley, this is why you wait and watch other teams do what they do. You said you did the uh, the, the GM uh, simulator thingy. That's the other move. If you can't get Turner, because it was even in my mind, because to, in my mind he was locked in with Phoenix with Beal and, on, and Durant and, and Booker. But now you see that he's on Portland. You go get him and go get a championship. Lee Blue and Inaranha. <laughs> Go. Anybody next? Yo. Oh, oh, I, hey, listen. Let's let's wrap Dom up, put put a little bow tie on him, and, and, and send him out to and send him out to Portland so we can get drafted. <laughs> so we can so we can get Aiden up Yo. in this team. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Bring the bring hey, the out. Hey, 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 live. Listen. Between now and the next preseason game, I'm watching all those transport. We're going to watch the transporter with Jason Statham. We're going to watch the, with the, the green book. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Any movie with transporting guys, driving guys, I'm watching all week around college football. Put, put, the, put, the, put, the, put the of water in, in um, um, Benzo and let's, let's just get it, dog. Let's, let's get it. Oh. Oregon Trail. Oh. We're going to call it a trade, the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Oregon Trail. That's it. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. Passage for Peyton. You know I mean, for, for Aiden. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, I'm with that's... that. That's it. I mean, I mean, I mean, but, 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 but truthfully, man, my, my final words is we, we, need to, we need to shore up the team, right? There's nothing in the NBA today that we should be saving chips for. You understand? Them, 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 the, the chips are expiring. Next year we're supposed to have four or five of them in one draft with a, with a, with a team that got 15 contracts. How are we going to do that? Let's get them off now. B. Let's, 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 make, let's make our three spot better. Let's make our, our, our backup our power forward spot a little bit more solid. You understand what I'm saying? Let, let's, let's do those things. Because again, we right now we are a fourth seed. Right 
now we four fifteen. Easy. Right? Easy. So let's do that, man. Let's 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 do a dom and, and, and get the and get the team right, man. Let's stop waiting, man. Let's spend this bread, man. Um mix, man. Azul, you know what I'm saying? Nigga Baka Av, big dom, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna holler at you. All right, all right. I don't know where Av is, but Dom, go ahead and get your final thoughts. Let's see if we get Av back on. I don't know what happened. Go ahead, Dom, final thoughts. Man, man, man. I, 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 my bad. Man, I think I done, I think I done talked enough, but I, let, let's just let's just say like what Live just said. Is it as Steve? Is it is it that time now, guys? Is it that time we say, all right, enough playing around. We put these pieces <laughs> together. Now we're going to get these pieces. And we're we're not looking at three or four seeds no more. We're looking at an actual right. run at a chip. Again, like yeah. I said, the the the, the Wall Frazier's, the Earl Monroe's, the Dean Memmingers, the Bill Bradleys—they're getting old, guys. But let, let's yeah. give them something to go out with. I don't mind Mark Jackson coming to the booth. I think what they might do in the beginning is let him do the road games, which would make me mm-hmm. happy. I don't want to see Clyde being pushed out. If Clyde decided he was going to retire, fine. Right. But don't right. be pushing right. Clyde out because he's my favorite Nick. I think he's the greatest Nick of all time. That's just me yes, sir. because the Knicks, the yes, Knicks wouldn't have yeah. what they have without Walt Frazier. Let's keep it real. Yes, Willis sir. Reed came mm. out the tunnel, but Walt Frazier busted their ass. Let's not forget yes, that sir. Walt Frazier took a backseat to become a better player when they got Monroe. Walt Frazier did all the things you want a professional basketball player to do. Don't tell me you're going to force him out the door. Don't do it. Please, let this guy do road games for now, and let's go get those pieces that could propel us to a one-two seed and a real legitimate, at least a legitimate conference contender because there's yeah. a lot of chaos in the Eastern Conference, folks. Say what you want about all these pieces, all these moves. Chris Porzingis is going to the Celtics. Hey, you got to be on the court. Let's keep that a ball, too. Let's not act like Chris Porzingis is the next Dirk Nowitzki. He don't stay right. on the court either. So now right. is the time to say, you know what, Steve? We're going to put our best foot forward and let's go get this guy. And if we have mm. to sacrifice a couple of lambs, so be it. I don't want to. I don't want to be that team, guys, that do the Kenny Rogers. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. And at the end of the day, you're the same team and you got your gun full of bullets. Empty the clip and let's see what we got. On that note, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been a great show, man. You know, I you know I love each and every one of y'all, but this has been great, fellas. Trust me. Thank you, man. Shasta Dom, man. Dom, not just the Domus. The alternate, the alternate Twitter handle. Ab, you want to take us home? Yeah. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for um, what uh, what an episode. Uh, if, if you want to join in on the conversation, you know where to find us. We're here every Wednesday night when the of course, when the regular season takes over, uh, we're here every Wednesday night um, at 9 p.m. Unless there's a game on the, on that Wednesday night, we will be following the final horn wherever the game is. No matter what time it is, we'll be here. We'll be we'll be discussing. We'll be analyzing this season. Stay tuned for you know a, a lot of great things from the from the Bleed Blue Show. Um, you know, um, Steve, I gotta talk to you. What's going on with our Giants, man? Um, and um, uh. No, you're gonna have to you talk know, to Chris on Thursday and after the games, man. He 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 runs the Giants, man. So yeah, somebody man. Wow, but um, you know, are you gonna be watching the play the baseball playoffs at all? 
Yeah, I mean, I saw what Minnesota, um, you know, it kind of reminded me of the early 90s. But not, I, mean, I mean, those teams in the early 90s were better with Toronto and Minnesota, but Minnesota beat in Toronto. I'm a little shocked that Tampa Bay fought, fell out like that, man, to Texas, because Texas had a really weird year where they were winning like crazy, and they came back to the pack, was in third place at one point, and then got right. back to the top of the division and fell to Houston a little bit. I'm a little shocked that Tampa Bay bowed out like that, man. I thought they had more fight in them, man. I thought they were my sleeper to get to the to the dance. I I'm a little shocked. Wow. And then That's um, crazy. Uh-huh. You know, in Arizona, uh, you know that win yesterday against the Brewers, man. Um, yeah, man. Um, you know, in the, the Phillies, Steve, I think they'll, they'll handle the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, Steve. Sir. Steve, think about what you just said. Toronto was just like the, uh, Texas. Started out hot, went cold, started hot, went cold. You know, I'll tell you what the biggest thing was. If y'all didn't see that game with Minnesota and that crowd in the ninth inning, man, you missed something special. You know what? Yeah. Minnesota Twins did not have to play the Yankees in the playoffs, and it's the first time they're moving forward in 22 years. And guess who pitched for the Twins crazy. today? And guess who pitched for the Twins today? And everybody hated him as a Yankee. I didn't hate him as a Yankee because mm. every time I wanted to see the Yankees play, Sonny fucking Gray got him. Yeah, how many times <laughs> did we talk about him, Steve? Sonny wow. Yeah. Sonny Gray got him a fucking yeah. win, dog. <laughs> but if you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't see that ninth inning, guys, oh shit! I Yo, I I, I'll tell you, I'm a Yankee fan. Don't get it twisted. But I love baseball, so I'm still going to watch the playoffs. Plus, it's great for me because a lot of these games start early, and I ain't got no job, so I could actually sit and watch some of this shit. Oh, man. I, I'm i pulling for Minnesota, guys. I, I, I got to say I'm pulling for them. They play Houston, so that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough, but I don't know if, I don't know if Minnesota – you know how some of those teams just get that magic during this time of year? I, I think Minnesota might be that team, guys. I don't know. I just – I got mesmerized by that crowd in the ninth inning. I couldn't even hear the announcer. How loud they was at. Oof. Oh, God. God bless baseball. But here's the funny thing, guys, before I go. Speaking of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, they got to go. They drew the least amount of people in a postseason game since 1919 yesterday. 19,000 people hey, in the crowd. Dumb. Yes. They're building a fucking yes. dome. A, a new yeah, dome. And, I, mean, I don't think the, I don't think the taxpayers are paying for it. But uh, they, like, listen, they don't even draw people. And you're building a whole like no. off of bonds. Like you're wasting money. Like nobody's going to yes. games in Tampa. They don't even want exactly. There, there, ain't there ain't that many There ain't that many. There ain't that many New York retirees in Tampa. That's the right. only thing that's keeping that place afloat is retirees from New York that moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Now right, what right. Miami did. What Miami did with that stadium, Steve, eh, okay, not bad. That that area, man, baseball, Miami, uh, competing against college football and all this other good shit, kind of hard. <laughs> it's competing against summer vacation. Like, people go to Florida exactly. to go to the beach. They're the, not going the to watch baseball. Exactly. <laughs> so, they they did good. They got rid of that stupid fish tank. They got rid of that stupid whatever it was, dolphin. Now it just looks like yeah. a regular baseball stadium in Miami. So, well, well, but the we'll new see. stadium? I, you're right, Steve. I think, yeah, I the think they're stadium? wasting like, their like money said, in Tampa. Like, they're not even br- – no. you can't even – I saw a lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats. It was like, like April baseball. 19,000 people were at a playoff game. 
This is not a story. That's the lowest crowd in a postseason game since 1919 in Cincinnati. 1919. Wow, and you're going to build them a new stadium? Oh, good luck. That's stupid. Good luck and God bless. When I saw that, <laughs> when I saw that, I, I was just, I was blown away. Like this makes no sense. Uh, that's that's terrible. Oof. Go ahead. Uh. Oh. Um, I, I got nothing to say other than at least the, the, at least the pictures for the new Tampa Bay Stadium looks nice. I mean, it, it'll look nice empty or full. So maybe that's what they're going for the aesthetic. Oh, because uh, I, I don't know. That that was kind of a that, that is kind of crazy to me that, that that you know the Devil Rays or the Tampa Bay Rays, who, who have been a, a team that's been in the playoffs you know countless times, has been in the World Series a, a lot of time or two, and they have a hard time still drawing. Um, and it, it's it's like you know another city could benefit from from having the Rays there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, the location is, is terrible is a, though. Like I'll give you I'll give you an, let's say the Yankees built. Yankee Stadium, they moved it across the Tappan Zee Bridge into, you know what I'm saying, is it Putnam or, like, let's say uh, Rockland County. The stadium where they currently are is so far away from, like, Tampa. Like, it's like, it's like, nobody, like, they, they should have put it somewhere in the city, like, where the, where the, where the Lightning play or kind of close to where the Bucks play. The stadium is too far, and people want to travel. Like, you it's, you have a prime base. They, their team is in prime right now. Like, they're in a win-now situation like our Knicks are in a win situation now. And you couldn't even draw for a playoff game, dog? Like, why would you build mm. a new stadium in the same location where you're currently you in? You know what, guys? Draw? It makes no sense. Not, not, to, not to this bad of degree, not to steal Ab, but I know we got to go. But remember, guys, back in the 90s, when Atlanta was the Atlanta Braves, when they was probably, other than the Yankees, the best team in baseball, they were another team. They never sold out in the playoffs. They didn't even sell out World Series games, not to, a, not to the extent that Tampa Bay is. But remember, Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves were one of the best teams in baseball for a whole decade, and they couldn't sell out postseason games. That was embarrassing. Mm. But what I mm. saw yesterday, that shit was insane, guys. 19,000 people wow. in a playoff That's game. That's Madison Square Garden. That's the Garden. That's yeah, the garden. that's the Garden. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was that's, seeing things. I said, this game must have been taped, and everybody left already. <laughs> it was wow. empty. And then I, I see what I, the Minnesota I was, crowd did today. Woof. Shit. Well, that should, just, that, should just, that should just tell you, should, should give a rude awakening to Major League Baseball about, you know, what cities deserve an, uh, an actual MLB franchise and which ones kind of don't. And I'm, and I'm sorry to say, Tampa is only good when the Yankees are playing spring training there. That's probably the best way I can say it. But anyways, my final thoughts is that this was an awesome episode, a great conversation, an outstanding dialogue by our contributors, Dominic DiNardo, Mr. Live, Lou, Steve Azul, your boy, Nick and Baca have. Um, we will be back. We'll be back next two week. Oh, two weeks. Okay, two so weeks. in two, two weeks. We will be back. We will be in the full swing of the preseason. We'll actually have some games to evaluate and analyze. And, folks, get excited and get the Twitter handle out there. Trade for DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> um, well, let's get it done. All right, Nick, I'm about to ask I'm, I'm, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on threads. Bleed blue all day, every day, 24-7, 365. Nick, I'm about to ask. Signs out. Good night, everybody. Go Knicks. Big time finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.